Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exalt with all long suffering and teaching. 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 2. Welcome to Destiny Encounter Moment with Bishop Patrick Morgan. This broadcast is brought to you by Destiny Temple of Adonai International Ministries, where we are committed to impacting our generation with the standards of Christ and influencing them to fulfill their full potential and destiny in Christ. Be inspired as you listen to the unadulterated Word of God. Now, today's message. This morning, I want to be sharing with you on a message titled, You Were Born with a Limitation. It's a very awkward topic that will make me get your attention. You were born with a limitation. Father, we enthrone your word. Your word which is exalted above your name. Your word which is light. Your word which is life. Your word which commands deliverance. You said at the entrance of your word, illumination comes. Father, as I preach and teach your word to your wonderful people, I pray illuminate their lives. And let the hold of darkness, the hold of limitation, be strangulated and destroyed. I decree it will be somebody's day of liberation. In Jesus' precious name, amen, somebody. Somebody say, I know. I was born with a limitation, but I cannot be limited in life. You see, knowing who you are helps you to know who you must become. Sometimes people become ignorant of who they are, and so they don't know who they must become. When you don't know where you are coming from, you will not know where you are going. And you will never know what you must do to get to where you are what, going. But you see, every one of us is coming from somewhere. Say, I'm coming from somewhere. That somewhere may be bad, it may be ugly, it may be dirty. But you see, that is why nobody refers to anybody's past. If you meet people in your life who keep consistently referring to your past, they are your enemies. Because it's your past is where you are coming from. And your future is where you are going. Destiny helpers are ordained for our future. Hallelujah. If nobody helped you in your past, you must be able to help yourself so that your present life will have value in order to have a wonderful future. Hallelujah. Each man born of a woman was born with limitations. Psalm 51, verse number 5. Psalm 51, verse 5. Behold, I was shaping in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Now, David was making a categorical statement that this is who I am. This is how I began. He says, see, behold, see, I was shaping in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. So David said, I started this life with a limitation. Sin brings 
limit. So the Bible says in 3.23, for all have sinned and fallen short. So we were conceived in sin, we were conceived in iniquity, and therefore we start life with a limitation. But we are not allowed to continue with that limitation, and we are not allowed to end limited. Somebody say, I cannot be limited. Now, what does it mean to be limited? To be limited simply means, I want you to say something is limited. It is a point at which something stops. It is a point at which what? Something stops. So you move from here and they said, this is your limit. Don't go beyond this. This is the limitation. It is the point at which something world stops. And your family limitations, their household limitations, the point at which something world stops. Hallelujah. Second definition. It's a point of barrier which you cannot cross unless something happens. So when we say limitation, it's like they have set a barrier for you and you have to end here. And so sometimes you say, Brabona, Abomna, I said, So one of the things I don't encourage people to think and to say, Sana Mete, and get Sana out. You limit yourself further. And when I get to how to break limitations, you will understand why certain things you are not allowed to think it. Hallelujah. The point at which something cannot go further. If you see yourself repeating the same thing over and over, people will call it a pattern, but it's a pattern which is a function of what? A limitation. You keep doing the same thing, you explain. You keep doing the same thing, you explain. They have drawn a barrier. You can't go beyond the barrier. It means they have limited your ability to excel. God ordained us for excellence. The word excellence comes from the word excel. Excel comes from two words, X and L. L is the name of God. El Elyon, El Shaddai. And X means out. So we have exit. Out it. So when you see E-S-I-T, out E, they tell you pass, they don't pass through the window. When we talk about Excel, it means bring out God. Because when God created man, he breathed into man. Who God is into you. So you can excel in life. You can be all that you want to be because it is in you. It is not outside there. It is right inside of you. That's why when you read the book of Genesis, every tree was supposed to bring forth fruit according to his kind. The thing was in to bring forth fruit after our kind. The ability is there. Whatever God wants you to be is right there. All you need is a little propping, a little challenging of yourself and doing the right things and you are good to go. It's easy to shine when you want to shine. It's more difficult when you refuse to shine. It's easy to excel. It's easy. Myself and Anita, which of us can get pregnant? Because the ability is there. 
You can inject me with progesterone, all the tea, hey, folly. It will not work. Because God didn't put inside me the ability to carry seed. When God created you, he placed in you that ability to become everything he, God, wants you to be. But sin came and what? Created a limit. That's why new birth is key. To be born again is not to be sitting in a church room. To be born again is to discover your, less, your, your lost self-image. What, what, what originally is God's mind, God's will, God's intention. So church is not a place for games. It's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a place for the discovery of who you are and, and the manifestation of what God has ordained you to be. Church is not a place of pampering and playing games. It's a place of challenging the God in you. Church is not a place you go. I have this problem they solve for you. Tomorrow, that is not church. Is that through the church? There will come a manifestation of the excellence and the manifold wisdom of God. So you see, the world is looking to the church, which is you and I, to manifest a radimunyansa. And it is when they see, they say, wow, look at what God has made them into. You will get there in Jesus' name. I said, you will get there in the name of Jesus. What does it mean to be limited? To be restricted or prevented from fulfilling your purpose or dream. So when you say limitation, you are restricted. You are being prevented from fulfilling your purpose or your dream. So anytime I walk, I say, there may be a working of a spirit of limitation. To be restricted to be prevented from fulfilling your dream and your purpose in life. What is the limitation? It's the distance between what you saw and where you are. I like this one. It's the distance between what you saw and where you are. Or sometimes to be chinasi, as you die, said that my brother you say. And then who yeah, be a it is a limitation. It's a distance between what you saw, the dream, the vision, the aspirations. And it's a DNA would see when you know any pen baby I was a siano, which I won't do baby a baby na day is you quite. It's called limitation. Hallelujah. To be limited also means to be confined to a defined location. You are confined to a defined location. You are confined to a defined location. So they define your life, define your location. They say you, you will not get married. Then they set a barrier. So you are confined to a defined location. Hallelujah. Now, if you look at your life, and all this definition fits one thing or the other in your life, you got to pay attention to what I'm about to say to you going forward. Hallelujah. 
Because the entrance of the word of God gives light. He said, your word was sent and it brought deliverance. Hallelujah. When you listen to the preaching and the teaching of the word, it begins to illuminate your understanding and you begin to get agitated that this is not where I must be. This is what, not what I should be doing. This is not how I should be living. Something is provoked in you and you begin to say, I am getting out of this. Hallelujah. That's why I told you that in my life, I don't like pity party. Oh, Bishop, I hate it. Because yes, I want you are creating a problem for my mindset. I say, oh, but when it comes to real life and destiny, it's for serious people. And until you get serious with your life, you cannot fulfill destiny. You can have a dream. You can have an ambition. But you realize there will be a big gap between where you are and what you saw. Life is a battle. We have an enemy who came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So you may start a business, wonderful dream, and you plan, in the next five years, I'm going to be here. You better be very, very, very serious and consistently serious because there's a devil planning to do what? Stop you. Sometimes people don't have a good understanding of their family history and their family background. So they don't understand their occurrence. Once you get born again, you realize that nobody flies in your family and you decide to fly. You must understand the battle you are going to be in. You must. Sometimes you are oblivious to where we are coming from. And therefore, we don't understand the happiness in our lives. But we realize that nobody, nobody, nobody finished SHS in your family. And you step into university. You must, you must know it's a battle. You must just know it. You are going to pray your life through school and study hard. You must know sometimes to pay school fees to become difficult. But the faithful God who began with you uh, is with you to help you through. And once you are determined to fulfill it, that limit shall be broken somewhere, somehow. Tell somebody in this church you can't complain too much. Come on, come on, preach with you. You can't complain too much. You must arise and do. Hallelujah. God, it is only in doing we become. In complaining we sit. In complaining, we lie down. But it is in doing, we step out. And nobody has ever stepped out to do. Who does it become? Once you step out to do something, you become that thing you stepped out to. But know that things you want to stop you. People may discourage you. All manner of things will come your way. But once you say, this is where I am going. I saw it. I, saw, I know how my life will end. Oh, and it's going to be ending that way. I saw it. The reason I like the story of Joseph, that is the picture of my life. The first word of the Lord to me, the scripture back in it, was some th in Genesis 39. So Joseph's story is my life. So sometimes I look at me and I laugh. And I know how it's going to end. At the end, they will bow. They will bow. At the end, they will bow. He said, you meant it for evil. I see the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah. When you don't understand your life, you, you miss the road. You miss road. You suffer for long. But the end, they will bow. Hallelujah. Through it all, Joseph was quiet. He was focused. 
He was just doing what he needed to do. He kept doing it. Something must anchor your life. Something must encourage you in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are times until there's a movement, nothing can happen. You must get to a point where you begin to move. 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 If you move, something will happen. If you don't move, nothing will happen. That's why I've never dealt with anybody and tell you you cannot do it. You will do it. And so start doing it. I am standing behind you. There are countless who I tell them that I am your only cheerleader. If nobody believes in you, I believe in you. Because I want you to move. Uh, and once you start moving, uh, I'll start celebrating you. I celebrate you, encourage you. Uh, because sometimes you, you, you have competitors. Uh, I compete with nobody. Uh, and competitors are enemies. And when you start moving, they start making a way. How many of you know when a woman is pregnant, it's almost full time? The baby is minding his business so until one day something kicks out. <coughs> you can't confine me here. Uh, I am limited here. There's life in me. Uh, I can become something. Uh, I can't stay here and be a doctor. I can't stay here and be a, 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 an engineer. Uh, it's going to let me go. Uh, something kicks out. Uh, Mama said, ah, ah, it kicks out. And for I realize, they say the service has dilated. Uh, the baby says, I'm ready to go. Uh, I'm going to go with my head. Uh, because you got to start life thinking. Got to start life dreaming. You don't start life walking. Uh, that's why they come with your head. Uh, you got to start life dreaming. Uh, your head should be on uh, to know where your leg is going. Uh. And baby steps out. And say, welcome to life. This life is not easy. So you say, nah. Everybody is excited. The baby alone knows why he's crying. He has born into something. And sin, did my mother conceive me? I was shaping in iniquity. It's ready to deal with the vagaries of the weather. He's ready to deal with the mentalities of people. He's ready to face men and women who look at that baby and say, you amount to nothing. The same mother who gave birth to that baby will say, I regret giving birth to you. You are useless child. The child goes through a whole lot. But once he has a mindset to make it, he will break all the limits. You don't know what you have gone through to get to where you are. Like you'll be celebrating yourself every day. I was talking to one of my daughters. I said, Daddy, sometimes I don't sleep. I said, you, it's 30, you don't sleep. There's something wrong with you. You don't see. And I said, what have you been thinking? I said, me, I'm not thinking. Me, we've also we call multiplicity. I'm not, I sleep. And I put my head down, oh boy, I go. Worry. That's why. Hey, yeah. Me share my bra, but no. Me say 30. Who degree? 30, you are holding degree. Now, can you show our bra, but now? We show our bra, but now, day. Finish your statement. Yeah, me share, Madame, for four now, I'm say, shut up. Will you shut up and never ever hear me? Let me hear you say this statement from this your lips. That will share what down for four now. Competition makes you to die inside. 
Why are you comparing yourself to somebody here? The Bible says they comparing themselves to themselves. They are not wise. Most of the problem people have is that instead of discovering your purpose and running your race, you begin to compare yourself to somebody else. Uh, people of my age, they are all mad. Excuse me. Show me people of your purpose. And you realize that your purpose is one. Nobody can do what you are doing. The biggest problem is that you are comparing yourself to somebody. And once you compare yourself to somebody, check the age, take that. You say, I am late. You are not late, you're on time. According to God's time, you are on time. According to human time, you feel late. Then you get dejected, you get frustrated, and you open up, and the devil steps in. I'm running my race, man. I'm running my race big time. And this is my race overtaking the inside. And there's overtaking. Psh, 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 psh. Of late, I've been, I've been, I've been frightening my pastors. Every day I'm frightening. I see people run because hurricane is coming. <laughs> hurricane in the midst of a whirlwind. I say, I tell him, keep running. Anything you know to do, which is good, do it all. Because I know too much good to do. You get what I'm saying to you? Run your race. Next Saturday, 30, you have a degree. At 30, you listen to counsel. And you are telling me you are down. You don't sleep. Now some of you are here listening to me. So you do Facebook all night. To while away the time. You are Instagram posting photos at midnight. What is wrong with you? At midnight, if you are not sleeping, you should be praying. These are the only two things you do at midnight. It's either sleeping or you are what? Pray. Hallelujah. Because you must rest. So this brain will be at peace and fertilized. Hallelujah. Tell three people, if you are here like that, I minister rest to you in the name of Jesus. You started the race with limitation. Don't, 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 don't mess it up. Psalm 78 verse 41. Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the only one of Israel. They turned back, they tempted God and they placed a limit on God. The only thing that can limit God is man. The Bible says, for with God nothing shall be impossible. He said, I am the God of all flesh. Is there anything to he was asking man. So the only thing that limits God is man. When you say God cannot do it in my life, when you say it cannot happen in my life, God says, it's ended, I can't do it. You can get a good marriage. You can have wonderful children. You can have a wonderful job. Don't set a wrong limit in your mind. The only thing that limits God. I am a radical. am an They limited. They limited. They limited. They limited. They limited. They limited. You limited. Take the limit of God. Bring your life to the place. Uh, I, this is how I, I address myself. If God cannot do it in my life, it means it cannot be done. 
Anything God cannot do, it cannot be done. For with God, nothing. Sha. He didn't say me. Sha. The impossible. Is somebody hearing me? Is somebody hearing me? Say, I take the limit of God. Come and say, I take the limit of God. I take every limit of God. And they limited, and they limited the Holy One of Israel. Anytime we refuse to do something, we limit God. He said, go into the world and preach. We refuse to go. We have limited. God cannot save. He said, join the choir. I don't want to join the choir. You have limited God. There's a call of God upon you. Wait for your timing and step into the ministry. I know I am afraid. And they limited the Holy One of Israel. And this business I'm doing, I, I don't think it's going to be well because it's going to be a success overnight. Nobody becomes a success overnight. Nobody. No single one person became a success overnight. So sometimes I tell people, when you see me today, don't shake, don't be afraid of me. I'm so humble. I'm so calm because I remember where this journey began. And see, when you remember, I see Bo Kong where they coffee witch. Now she be there with fear. Monka say, Ah, one way away. Hallelujah. Everybody has a beginning. It may not look nice, but you have to ensure that your ending is not your beginning. Hallelujah. Everybody. You have one. That's any time somebody is coming arrogant and proud and I sit down with him. I say, remember when we met. It's, it's, it's not about me downplaying. I want, I want your head to think. Remember. Remember when we met. Remember. Remember. Like, like when this my daughter, Jennifer, started, I say, remember, I, I, I picked you from school. I remember. I picked you. Two of us. I picked you from school. So remember that I carried you from school before. So now that if you're a big man driving ML, I picked you. I was just reminded. It, it, it's meant to help you to be what? Humble. When you forget where you are coming from, pride, arrogance will eat you up. And you get to a point you can't receive counsel. Once you can't receive counsel, you are not ready for the next level. The Bible says in the multitude of counselors, there's what? Safety. You are safe when you are dwelling in counsel, in advice. You are in trouble when your life is without counsel, your life is without advice. So the only thing that can limit God is man. Anytime we refuse to do something, we limit God. Now, God knows your limitation before he gave you an assignment. Hello? God knows what? Your limitation. Before he gave you an assignment. Moses was telling God, you know my problem. God said, I know your problem, but this is your assignment. I cannot talk. And you have given me a talking assignment. Go and say to Pharaoh, it's a talking assignment. And you know I am a samurai. And how do you stand before a king and, and, and you, are, you, are, you are stumbling? The king will get angry. But God knows your limitation. Before he gave you an assignment. So don't look at your limitations. Don't look at the challenges. Look at the assignments. Arise to the occasion. And God will help you fulfill it. Somebody say amen. 
As I was telling the pastors in the morning, that although God knows our limitation before he gave us the assignment, the fall of man was so strong that it lingers on your mind. And I was jokingly telling them, I'm sure when man fell, we hit our head to the ground hard. Everything got jumbled in the head. The biggest problem human beings have is the mindset. Between where you are to where you intend to go is your mindset. The fall of man was so great that it still lingers on our mind. We see ourselves as inadequate. We see ourselves as nothing. And in so doing, we are incapable of doing anything and achieving anything. So we say, I cannot do it. Go to school. I cannot go to school. Who told you? Everybody can. Somebody say, I can. It is those who said, I can't. Who don't do. But everybody can. You can. Break the limits. You can sing well. You can be an international minister. Break the limits. Once you break it, you stop thinking like a local champion. And you lift your horizon. And you start reading and learning. You see yourself at a particular level. Where you see yourself, you are getting ready to move yourself there. But if you don't see yourself there, you ain't going there. Break the limits. Break the limits. That's why people sit one year, two years, three years. When they fail on the exams, they feel they are inadequate. I can't pass. You can pass. Get back. Go and write. If you are 25 and above, go and do matured entrance and enter and go to school. It's possible. There's no age barrier to school. The only barrier is ourselves. Is somebody here with me? Is somebody here with me? Look at God's concept about man. There was a way God was thinking about man. Before man fell. Genesis 1, 27 to 31. It's my longest scripture I'll read today. So God created man in his own image. So this is man. He created you like what? Like God. What do you know if you do? That one alone is enough to change your mindset. He created you in his own image. So you are like God. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he then. We pick this one, we are preaching marriage. But there's more to it. Hallelujah. So you sitting here, you are God. I'm not saying you are like God. You are God. You don't give birth to a child and say he's like a human being. He is a human being. Because a human being gave birth to that child. If God gave birth to you, you are God. And God bless them. So from the one, you are empowered. That word bless them. God empowered them. He released into them whatever thing they need to be. He blessed them. Then you realize that blessing goes with declaration. He blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful. Be fruitful. The capacity, the ability, 
is there. Like I did an analysis. Anita can get pregnant. I cannot get pregnant. He has the capacity to carry the fruit of the womb. I don't have it because they didn't program me with that. When man was created, he were programmed to be fruitful. You are to be. It didn't say go and force us. It said be. It means just do it. It means it's there. Be fruitful. And multiply. When you teach on dominion mandate, these are the stages. Because you see, it starts from fruitfulness. If you don't start being fruitful, you cannot multiply. So let me give you an analogy. You start a shop. You build one supermarket here, you're doing well. Then you start multiplying. Start multiplying. Start multiplying. Start multiplying. Hallelujah. If the first one is not successful, it becomes a challenge. She said, first be fruitful. Then move on to multiply. Then replenish. Replenish means what is not there, make sure it is available. Then subdue. In so doing, you are coming into authority. You are taking over. I heard a story about a company that deals in iron rods. I don't want to mention their name. But they can go to a terrain and they reduce their prices. They are everywhere. They just reduce their price a little to have the competitive edge. Everybody will start buying from them. They take the market from them. And they are everywhere. Sprinters, Clagor, everywhere. Everywhere. See a new side, they will come there. Gradually, they are working in what? Dominion. You, you have done this small fiangati and you are proud. You have arrived. You add anything to yourself. You can have one shop at second step. Have one at Ajekojo. Have one at Zedu. You, but you see, the first one must be fruitful. Then you start what? Multiplying. Now there's online. Online. So you say online. This time we have stopped carrying things from our head to sell. It's online. Most things I've bought now is online. I just call for a delivery. Shoot you 20 grand I pay. They bring my team to my house. Online. Life is changing. You've got to be current. You can sell the thing. You can sell in Kosia online. Advertise in Kosia. Say you do delivery. You don't know. You see, once you limit, how can I sell? You can sell in Kosia. It's how you package it and how you brand it and how you market it. Whatever you are in, you can, you can sell charcoal online. Yeah. Get, you package charcoal. Then you add some only, only sawdust, small one. And you put, you mix it with diesel, small one. It's in a rubber, you add it. And add a match. I started business. Charcoal on wheels. Charcoal by air. Virtual charcoal. When you want to be successful overnight, you will close your page. But give yourself one year. Give yourself two years. The story will change. Hallelujah. I start doing home delivery. It's called be fruitful. Then you multiply. Now you cannot do it unless you break the limit of your head. You've got to break that limit. You've got to stop thinking it's not possible. 
God is stop thinking I cannot do it. God is stop thinking this is the way my life will end. No. God created you and he blessed you. Subdue and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over every living thing that moved upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in the which is the fruit of tree yielding seed. Drop, drop my, drop my um, highs a little, just a little. To you it shall be for meat, and to every beast of the field, and to every fowl of the air. And to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green hair for meat. And it was so. And God saw everything that he has made. And behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. So everything was intact. Everything was right until the fall. Our lives and destinies were supposed to go well and function well according to divine original programming. And then man fell. That's why I said the fall was so heavy that it still lingers on our mind. So man sees himself as nothing, incapable, incapacitated, that we lack. Talk to a person, the first thing they tell you is their fears. But why don't we start discussing from your opportunities? Hello? Why, why is the first thing for you, your fears? The first thing should be the opportunities. What you can do. Now, this same person said, I cannot do it. After we finish talking, the capacity comes. It means the fall was so big. It affects your mindset. It makes you see yourself as incapable. That it cannot be in my life. But someone say, I can do it. See, I can be all that God has ordained me to be. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I am arising to shine. To become in the mighty name of Jesus. Now all the things I said were things that were said in the spirit. God spoke it over man. But it must find expression where in our lives. If you read John chapter 1. In the beginning was the word. The word was God. Verse 14. The word must become word flesh. In the beginning the word was spirit. But the word must become word flesh. It must find expression in your life. It must become your reality. The word became flesh and dwelt among men. And we beheld the glory. The glory as of the only begotten son of God, full of grace and truth. It is only when what God has spoken over your life, you break the limit and you step out to manifest it out, they start celebrating you. Amen is very porous. The word became flesh. It became, it became, it became. May your word become flesh in your life. I said, may your word become flesh in your life. May the word of the Lord sent to you uh, find expression uh, and manifestation uh, in your life. Uh, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, no dream of God concerning your life uh, will remain unmanifested. Uh, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, whatever you conceive, uh, uh, receive grace uh, to carry into manifestation. The word became flesh. The word became flesh. Life is not about talking, it's about doing. Don't tell me you're a woman. Prove you're a woman. Don't, don't. We are not discussing. Me too, I'm a woman. Prove you are a woman. 
There are things that prove you are a woman. Don't tell me I'm a man. Prove you are a man. You are married. Take the money. Give the shop money. Do the woman show. Prove you are a man. Manliness is not medieval. Medieval. Prove. Do the show. Take charge of the home. Carry your wife. Go for shopping with her. Many women are so, so sometimes very shameful that you, you, you feel shy to go to market with your wife. You have a problem, but you eat food from the market. See the way the women are laughing. They are laughing at you. And you can't just say, see that we are going for market and you just go for Saturday market at Kwasiel Jasso. You know Kwasiel Jasso? No, it's in a crowd. If you are in a shaman, you don't know Kwasiel Jasso. It's in a crowd. Then you will know. You will know that when you give that, your so called 100, 200, and yet see me. You know how they have to really bargain at the market. You see them sweating, mommy, tissue. Because they have to balance things at home. Then when they finish, they come, you just say, and then they endorse some crowd. More food, more chop money. You are clapping like the man giving the wrong chop money. <laughs> Hallelujah. So all this was said in the spirit. Now look at Acts chapter 1 verse 6 to 9. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him saying, Lord, would thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? And he said unto them, it is not for you to know the time or the season which the father has put in his own power. But you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea. And in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, whilst they beheld, he was taken up. And the cloud received him out of their sight. This was the limitation of the disciples. They were so limited that they confined everything to Israel. They, they, they restricted God to Israel. Sometimes, you know, there are Christians who think that all the good things is only in their church. So we are not kingdom-minded. We are not open. If, let's say, somebody joins your church, and let's say he sings better than you, say, we are here before he came. You are behaving like the Israelites. It's about us. It's not about us. It's about the kingdom. Come and see a proper amen. It's about what the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God has room for everybody. Has room for everybody. Hallelujah. See, every town was founded by a man, but the man doesn't stay there alone. Every church is started by one man, but at the end of the day, it is for everybody. Every group is started by some two people, but it grows and it accommodates. If, if you don't learn how to accommodate, open up. We'll move into error. Hallelujah. 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 So the disciples were so limited in their thoughts that they saw everything as Israel. So he said, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? God said, no. Go and wait. I'm going to empower you and you're going to take this thing out.
where does our limitations come from? Our limitations started from the Garden of Eden, the fall of man. But I'm going to tell you some few things that affect our limitation. By birth, your birth, the circumstances around your birth affect, create a limitation for you. By birth. Who gave birth to you? Where they gave birth to you at? All those things contributing what? Creating a limitation for your life. By birth. That's why regardless of who gave birth to you and how you were given birth to, now you have experienced new birth. If any man be in Christ, it's a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, everything has become what? New. So you need to arise and manifest the God nature in you. Number two, your experience in life limits you. If you look at your, li- your, your nature, the way I will sue it here, it limits you. It limits you. It limits you. Your nature, your nature can limit you. I can't ask. Your nature alone will limit you in life. So there are some things if you ask, they'll give it to you. But I say, son, this is the way I am. So we end up doing nothing. Your nature. So our nature limits us. And if you do, you are limited. Is there anything too hard for God? Nothing. Whether you have a nature that is leading with weakness or not, that one does not limit God. There's nothing too hard for God. God can do everything and anything in and with your life. Hallelujah. If you watch this young man standing here doing ministry and you see Papa is bold, Papa is forthright, Papa is fortitude, I didn't start life that way. If I'm going somewhere and I see one, two, three, four, five women standing here, me, I'm passing. That's a major limitation. Maybe I'm coming to you. And I'm coming from here. And I see these five women saying, yeah, me, I'm past here. I'm going this way. Why? I tell, that was a mindset. I felt, which was so wrong. That anywhere you pass and women see you, they'll say something about you. And when they tell, I don't like growing up, it's people discussing me. But little did I know in the ministry, they'll discuss you. Even when you do good, that they should clap for you. They discuss, why didn't he do it to me and did it for him? When you tell you have done good, that somebody should clap. Oh, so he helped it. Why didn't you do it for me? So I realized that anywhere, and I had to kick, start renewing my mind. So you see, right now, I don't care too much. Man. I broke the limit. But I'll go this long way, pass here, go behind, come through the back of the church, enter, and sneak in quietly and talk to you. Finish, I'll go back. That was, the, that was my real nature when I was in school. I was quiet, I was reserved, I was not involved. But today, look at me. I am everywhere because I broke the limits. I looked at myself and I said, I cannot be anything with this. I can only be with me. I can't be with people with this. I can't pastor people with this attitude. I have to look at myself, address myself. If you don't address yourself, you keep wearing the same old dress. You address yourself and then you undress yourself. Then you can be clothed with what? A new garment. 
When the prodigal son returned home, it was a function of he addressed himself. He said, I will arise and go to my father. That was, he was addressing himself. If you don't learn to address yourself, people who address you, you will find problems with them. He addressed himself. So when he got there, he said, this my son that was lost has not been found. He said, remove his garment. Because he has addressed himself, he allowed them to what? Undress him. And then they put on what? A new what? Dress. And was restored. Your life will change after today. Your environment limits you. A shaman has a way of limiting people. Your environment. When I step into the land and seeking the Lord and praying, trying to create a pathway for, for ministry, there was a clear word that came. This is the land that eats up its inhabitants. So I started clearly knowing what I'm doing. So you pass my 18, I provoke you, I challenge you. I put my feet out. Come on, get it going. If you're not very careful, you think that is who I am. No, that is what I am doing. To help you become. It's a land. It eats up its inhabitants. If you live yourself like that, you amount to nothing. It's a land when you are fooling, everybody claps for you. When you are serious, nobody will notice you. That's the land. Your environment. So depending on the environment you dwell in, those of you who are from Savior, are you say we are in Ashiaman, but we are not of Ashiaman. And I said the, I was doing a programming. We are here, but we are not of here. It means that we don't take the influence of the land to influence us, but we are just here to influence the land. And if you don't understand your territory, your environment will stifle you, to limit you. You don't see people excelling, so you don't feel like excelling. You don't see people rising, you don't feel like rising. You don't see people achieving big things, so you resign yourself to all little things. Why you got to be a dreamer? Someone say, I'll be a dreamer. When you start dreaming, you break the limit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me, you see this, my young man. Uh, Koto, come here. He used to be with me. He handled choir before. So busy, my boys will get busy. They were taking the bass guitar to the beers. Or say no, bass guitar to me, you do say no, but no pitching. And they were by Facebook. He stayed with me, then you ran away. Stay with me, then he went to ACI. And I said, Stay there. If I hear that you have left there, don't look at my face again. Why? I did it to bring stability into his life, and I'm happy. They have been consistent there almost 10 years no more. It has made his life better and enriched. There's always a time you need somebody to put his feet down. If you move, I'll be in trouble. Is somebody hearing me? Look at three people and say, stay where you are. Thank you. Just stay. Stay where you are. How many of you, when you were young, you played a game called stay? You know stay? Right? They say stay there. Stay. Stay where you are. Just <laughs> stay. Just make up your mind. When they say stay, you stop there. You, you decided, you have heard something, so you stop there. Just stay where you are. Don't destroy your life. Don't mess your life. Stay where you are. If you're in school, stick and stay where you are. Finish the school. Don't leave school to go and marry. Finish the school. Marriage will wait for you. 
your environment can limit you. So don't let the environment you find yourself in, the compound house you are living in, don't let it limit you. And I came to Ashama near Mui School. We were there for, we rented for three years. We stayed for one and a half years. I said, I don't like it. Because the environment alone, you're fine, you're sorry. The environment, we are sorry, I saw any view. We moved. We got a place. We went to Savior. We paid for almost six years or so. But we paid a heavy rent for them to do roofing for us. Stay there. And when I went to Savior, I decided that I'll do church in a particular way. So I made sure with this ceiling in our room. We're the only room that with this ceiling. I mounted fans on the wall. Mindset. Did church in a particular way. From Savior, we got zone one. And zone one was good, man. Very, very, very good. The one change the face of everything we're doing. So each step, we're breaking the limit. Breaking the limit. From the one we got this land, I said, Master, we will raise something we will not raise before. We broke the limit. Give me the opportunity to build again. I won't build this one. I built a six story. No, you got to learn to break the limit. If your father built a chairman hall, don't build a chairman hall. Add a toilet. At least break the limit. <laughs> Hallelujah. At least break the limit. Add a toilet. Let the toilet be in the room. Not the one is raining. You have to contain it. Hallelujah. Put the toilet inside. Hallelujah. If today you decide to build a house to rent it, put toilet and bath inside. And apply the rent appropriately. Don't let your tenants suffer. Let's break the limits. Somebody say, in this season, I set out to break every containment, to break my life out of every limitation. And I'm going to step out to become all that God wants me to be in the mighty name of Jesus. Give me a loud amen. amen. Your association and communication also can limit you, who your friends are, who you hang out with. Your association who is your friend? Who do you hang out with? You become like your friends. Hallelujah. You will become like your friends. You will think like your friends. You will behave like your friends. You will soon start dressing like your friends. Let Anita start working with some friends who wear short dresses. You'll be amazed. She'll start wearing, after one year, she'll start wearing short dresses. And then she sees nothing wrong with it. Because the environment around has shaped him. The friends and associations has informed her. And she has something to defend. Hallelujah. So your, 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 your friends, the company you keep. When I ask people, who is your best friend? Once you show me your friend, I know how your life will look like. I don't need to have, hear from God. I see your friends, I know where you are going. You, because everybody become like his association. Hallelujah. You see, when, when let's say you're a vandal, you don't care to walk naked. It's a function of the association. They put it in you. They make you think like that. They make you feel that if you don't do it, you are the odd one. So when you are associated with drunkards and weed smokers, they make you feel that you know they're wrong. You'll be woman picking. 
If you know the pool, it be woman picking. And every time you meet there, you say, it be woman picking. And that statement begin to affect you. And you want to prove to them, you be man picking. So now one day you go put that in there. <laughs> they say, yeah, now you be man. You be man. You be man. They are killing you. This thing you put inside, you call, 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 and you pull again, pull again, just to prove you are a man. When I begin to speak in tongues, Masa Adule Bakataya Bando Kataya, I feel high in the spirit. So I invite you, when you want to feel high, it is not, it is Mohondo Basi Ataka, Barundo Bati Adanda Bahanda, Rondo Bashindari Abatanda Rababa, Lebrando Sinda Banda Kataya. Before you realize your spirit man is going up, it's not feeling high in the spirit. This thing that when you pull, you feel high for a minute and it goes, you feel low. It means it's destroying you. I've told you before, the things you must have dominion over, when they start dominating you, you run mad. We are to have dominion over the trees. And then I will pick the leaves and we are now pulling. Uh, they start dominating and we run mad. The things you must control, when they start controlling you, they destroy your life. Somebody say, I cannot be destroyed. In the mighty name of Jesus, let me quickly start running up. Number five, your belief system. If you believe you cannot do well, there's nothing that can be done. So your belief system can be a limitation. Your belief system. Hallelujah. In my life, I'm looking for somebody who will encourage me. I'm looking for somebody to say, can you do this? I say, can I try it? Because I believe in myself that I can do whatever I want to do. So your belief system is cardinal, it's fundamental. What do you believe? What is your orientation about life? It limits you. It limits you. Your belief system affects what you receive. So if your belief system is wrong, nothing good comes to you. Your belief system is right. You are ready for every blessing. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I believe I can do well in life. Somebody say, I believe I can become great in life. Somebody say, I believe that my destiny is solid. I'm a career of glory. And God will do mighty things with me in the mighty name of Jesus. Say, I believe that my business shall do well. Say, I will be successful in my career. That my destiny shall turn out well. In the name of Jesus. Say, I believe. Say, Lord, I believe. Jesus met some people. He said, if thou mightest believe, thou mightest see the glory of the Lord. Once you believe, it starts happening to you. If you don't believe, it can never happen. When your belief system is wrong, you are like a car with an engine or without battery. They have to keep pushing you. Once they stop pushing you, you stop where you are. Because you are doing it because of somebody. But once you have a solid belief system, your engine is on. Maybe your battery has run down. We push it. Boom, boom, boom. Your starter is on. You're on. It's activated. Because there are times once a while, 
based on the challenges of life, our faith level becomes affected. So you need somebody to do what? Stir you up and get yourself going. Say, Lord, I believe. I cannot be limited. I can do more than I am doing in Jesus' name. Number six, your capacity. We're closing shortly. Your capacity. Tell somebody, build your capacity. See, sometimes when you have not gone to school, you think you can't do much. So education gives you capacity. Your capacity. Your finances. All these things gives capacity. When you are financially, financially endowed, you know you can do everything. Your status in life. If you are an MP, if you are a minister of state, your status. All these things gives you capacity. So your capacity also what? Challenges or create a limitation for you. So normally you meet people who feel like, and you see them talking. Capacity So education gives you capacity. See, don't go to school and land in the ministry. You will struggle. Preach it down to me, preach you. Obetu tuwa papa su. Upenye wae nana di apopo fon kekre. Ne wa sama swatino. Ne wa roli. He say shout yeah. Yeah. We'll do yeah. Start a gymnastic club. And leave the pulpit. Shout, yay! Say, Jesus, Lord, rose, risen, coming, go. Can you say, rise on your feet? Gymnastic church. Because you don't have capacity to put your thoughts together and to communicate clearly. When you finish preaching or teaching, everybody is confused because you are confused yourself. Confused people, confused people. Have you seen a teacher standing before a class? He doesn't understand the subject, but he's the master. So today, we are doing algebraic expression. So we will express and we'll urge and break. Lesson over. What a teacher. No capacity. That is why in a church, we do training. That's why I do leadership training. Because if you don't have capacity, you can't lead. They put you in charge of something. You think you have capacity. It's a lie. You may be occupying a position, but you don't have the wherewithal, the right mindset, the attitude, the composure to handle people. There's a way you handle people in the kingdom. And there's a way you handle people in the secular. You handle people in the secular and the kingdom, the way you handle people in the secular, you have nobody. It's a mentality. It's a function of learning. It's a function of training. If you don't get it, you get into a mess. So training is key. It enhances capacity. Capacity. So when you meet somebody who doesn't want to sit down to be taught, ignore him. He's not going anywhere. His capacity is limited. He cannot do much. He cannot go far. Hallelujah. 
So your capacity also what? Can limit you. You see, your impact in life is about how you avail yourself. So the more you avail yourself to learn, you grow, your impact becomes solid. Very, very, very solid. If I look at the choir, the way you are going, if you avail yourself in the next one year, you should be a powerhouse. The way choir is going, if you avail, the problem is that many of you are not properly availing yourself. Sometimes you think coming to a realize that you are doing your music director a favor. No. So currently, you see, he's doing a team A and a team B. When you're in team B, you know, it will take you nine years to climb here. And you wait till I join the team now. I'm just looking for space. When I come, I can't look at statecraft. I can't. He knows me. Okay, I see, I look at statecraft. How you're standing and you're singing. And then they start singing. So you think, you're looking at instrumentalists. And then you're singing to us. Your body gestures, your, 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 your mood. All, all, all those things are valid. They are called, we, we are communicating. How, how you, you pick a song, how, how you are excited about a song, and, and, and how, how you compose yourself. When, 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 you, when, when there's a mistake in your ministration, how you still handle it for people not to realize the error. All are things we learn. So you see, you don't go to rehearsal to learn. Do re mi fa sola ti do. It's a happy holiday. It's a happy day today. It's a happy day today. Now when you do it to your house. Hallelujah. You, 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 you buy a big mirror. Say big mirror. big mirror. At least every singer should have a big mirror. Stand before the mirror. Yes, I'm getting better, man. You are building your confidence and preparing yourself. Because when you hit the stage, it's about what you are prepared that you present to the Holy Ghost that it takes over to be a blessing to multitude. But when you have not prepared yourself, you say, who's the key here there? When you came to realize that you know your key is C. Who's the key here there? Who's the key here there? It's capacity. That's why I do rehearsal Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. You see, you come to rehearsal because you're not building capacity. Are you listening to me? I seek to learn. I'm building capacity. If I don't learn, my capacity will be low. There are questions people ask me, I cannot understand. I tell people the ministry is not only about Bible, it's about everything readable. I read everything that can be read. I read stuff about women. I read stuff about men. I understand the gynecological system of women. Because I'm dealing with human beings. They will talk to me. I'll talk to them. Somebody walks, you say, I, 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 today, yesterday and today, it has been two. Yesterday, somebody came. This one, so, uh, uh, I, I have you heavy bleeding. Have you heavy bleeding. Yesterday, somebody told you, this morning too. Somebody said, I want to see you. Uh, I want to tell you that. So I said, I've heard it as well. I just want to tell you, it is well. <laughs> if the person hasn't got capacity, I say that to you. He said, what do you mean? Has it got to do with my ministry? <laughs> it has to do with a human being. <laughs> and the human being is your ministry. <laughs> From the crown of their head to the sole of their feet is your ministry. You are not only feeding the spirit, you are feeding the soul. 
and affecting your body. So Paul said, I pray that your whole spirit, soul, and body be present blameless to the day. So you see, when you don't read, you, you have limited capacity. At this, I read this, I don't get there. I meet and midwife. I start to read questions. And the capacity attribute to me, your doctor. Two questions. capacity. bishop, no, your doctor now. I go to training. Tell three people, build your capacity. Build it. Build it. It makes you break the limits. When they say you cannot do it, you surprise them. Hallelujah. When you get the opportunity to be angry, build your capacity. I refuse to get angry. You are building capacity. I'm serving enemies. Serves as limitations. Your enemies become your limitation. Numbers 22, verse 7 to 12. And the elders of Moab and the elders of Midian departed with the reward of divination in their hand. And they came unto Balaam and spake unto him the word of Balaam. And he said unto them, Lord, here this night I will bring you word again, as the Lord shall speak unto me. And the prince of Moab abode with Balaam. And God came unto Balaam and said, What men are these with thee? And Balaam said unto God, Balak the son of Zippor, king of Moab, has sent unto me, saying, Behold, there is a people come out of Egypt, which covered the face of the earth. Come now, catch me them. Peradventure I shall be able to overcome them and drive them out. And God said unto Balaam, Thou shalt not go with them. Thou shalt not curse the people, for they are blessed. Enemies exist to set limitation. Don't focus on your enemies. Focus on where you are going. But when you know you have enemies, get ready. What they do is they want to set limits. Yeah, the people say you cannot do it. So sometimes for me, enemies are good. Enemies bring the best in me. Because you tell me I cannot do it, I'm going to prove you wrong, man. Tell me I cannot be calm. I'm going to prove you wrong, man. Hallelujah. So enemies have a good side. They have a bad side. Don't pay attention to them. But let them urge you and spare you on. Hallelujah. Finally today, how to break your limitation. Three things we are done. How to break your limitation. Number one, where your mind can go, your feet can go also. This is a very life-changing statement. Where your mind can go, your feet can go also. Baby, I want to drink. I bet you me I want to know. So the first limit you must break is what your mind. Your mind. Where your mind goes, you realize that you start moving towards that area. You start moving. So I wanted to do this. No, daddy, I cannot do it. I said, don't worry. Just agree with me that you will do it. Once you agree with me, you will do it. I have gotten your mind into it. I need your mind. I need your mind to think it. Once your mind think it, this body will go. Each one of you, where you are, you can change your location. Where your mind goes, your feet will go. Our feet is for movement. But if the mind has not gone there, you will not take the first step. So most of the challenges we have in a kingdom is a mindset problem. And a mindset is a function of learning, teaching, training. Hallelujah. If you want to break the limit and move from where you are, let your mind start go. Start thinking it. Spend time meditating, dreaming. In the next 10 years, where do I want to be? 
In the next 15 years, what do I want to be doing? What kind of marriage do I want to be? What kind of husband do I want to be? What kind of wife do I want to be? Those things. If you, your mind begins to think it, you, you, you take action steps to get there. If your mind is not thinking it, anybody pushes you, you will hit the person. And no more how much you do. Are you by force? Are by force? But I dream in quiet. Into the interview for when I'm in court. I saw see of a semi. I know Miss Yami. Have you had people talking like that before? You know Miss Yami. Because I'm actually on no say. So when I watch the alcohol, into the Yami a day, alcohol, and they leave you. First way to break the limit of your life, where your mind goes. Every one of us can break our limits through the power of the teaching of the word. Where your mind goes. Start sitting down. Do meditation. Look at your life. Look at where you want to be. And take your mind there. He said, Abraham, come out. Come out. Leave the room. The room is limiting you. The room is not making you see what I want to do. And he took him out. He said, can you see the stars? His mind started. He said, count it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. At least you can count up to 10 or 20. By that time, you be confused. Because you have to start again. He was counting, counting, and he was getting confused. Then he start. He said, what you are programming your head. That's what I want to do with your life. Don't start anything unless your mind has gone there. Hallelujah. I didn't come into ministry to be a failure. Once I stepped, I knew the call of God and I stepped. I said, this is the way I'm going to do ministry. Hallelujah. I want a chair that is orderly, that is disciplined, that is decent, that loves each other, and that is united. And that is what I work towards. That's what I pr promote. I don't promote division. I don't promote these people against these people. Because that's where my mind went. And that's what my feet is working towards. Is somebody hearing me? Tell the person, you're my brother, you're my sister, I love you. Number two. Watch what you say. Watch what you say. Watch it. Watch what you say. Your mind, you see, your mind talks to yourself. And you, your, 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 your move, sorry, your move speaks to people. Let me explain. Your mind talks to yourself. Then your move will speak to people. Your move, you can call your action. Okay, so... Now, where your mind goes, your feet will go. So, you have the mindset. Now, watch what you say. Why? Because what you have in your mind is what you are going to do or communicate. Now, there are two ways to communicate. Either verbally or by our actions. Now, I don't need you to say anything to me. But I can read meanings into your actions that you don't respect. Disrespect is not only when you snub by insulting. Disrespect is an attitude. That I'm talking to you. Your pastor is talking to yourself like this. It's an act of disrespect. So your attitude communicates dishonor, disrespect. So your movements, your actions, your body language, they all speak. So watch what you are saying. Watch how you are behaving. So when I'm dealing with people, I'm watching your body language. Your body language, correct it quickly. And I will insist, if you don't correct it, we're crossing our fine lines. 
Because you see, you do it unknowingly. Because you are doing it as a function of what? Ignorance. They don't know that your body language is speaking. Tell the person, your body language speaks. Even your facial language is speaking. So I'm talking to you. Yes. You know, the, you tell me, say, you bow. Yes. Yes. You bow. You bow. I know what you say that you have had enough of you. You are saying it with your face. It's called communication. It's called nonverbal communication. Somebody say, I'm here. So, you see, when you pay attention to all these things, you start working on yourself. So, let's say you're in the crowd. Crowd rehearsal. Rock will say, let's do it again. You're, you're, you're communicating. You're, you're communicating. I tell you, sit down and sit far. Don't only sit down, sit far. Because you have disqualified yourself from standing on the altar of the Lord with that nasty attitude. So don't only sit, sit far. Because you are coming. Now, say me in Kashi. Tell the person from today, watch your body language. Tell the person. There is communication. Finally, today. So watch what you see. Finally, what you see. What you heard. I didn't hear you. What you. What you see. Your sight is what you need to see your future. So if what you are seeing is wrong, you have limited yourself, you won't go. Watch what you see. That the only time I enter the relationship, the man break my heart. Stop seeing that one. See a glorious marriage. Now the men are not faithful. No, they are still a faithful man somewhere waiting to marry you. But when you start seeing that all men are unfaithful, you start, you start becoming an unfaithful woman. Watch what you see. Where you are going. It's a function of your sight. If you don't see where, you will not move where. If you don't see at all, you will not move. So there are a lot of lies who are at one point. And they don't know why they are not moving. Check, they are not seeing anything. What you see? He said, Abraham, as far as you see, I'll give it to you. And the seed after you. What you see. What you see breaks the limits. Because at that time, Abraham was struggling now. You said, I'll be a father of many nations. Sir. You said, I'm going to be fruitful now. 25 years, nothing is happening. I said, I don't want you to limit yourself. Because when you limit yourself, you limit God. I want you to have it. Let the, let the side be clear. See it. See it. The moment Abraham saw, the things started changing. Hallelujah. Never see, I cannot be pregnant. See it, you'll be pregnant. I'll be a fruitful vine. See it. When you see it, you'll be excited. When you see it, you rejoice. When you see it, you not cry. When you miss, you see, you miss your period. That's the right way to put it. You won't cry. The people, when they miss their period, they start crying. Ah, this man is oh. You are in trouble. You are not seeing. 
what makes you cry is not from God. But you see, my system is being prepared. There shall be a performance. There shall be a performance. And you wake up in the morning and are praying for your husband, Father. Bless them. Give him capacity and strength. Empower his loins. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. But when you stop seeing, you can't bear my also see your bear my now you are expecting the fruit of the womb from this same man. You have spoiled the atmosphere. I say, I say, I say. So watch what you see. Watch what you see. And know that where your mind can go, your feet can also go. When you do these three things, nothing can limit you. Go home, practice what I have taught you. And this year, let nothing limit you. Change your language. Never say, I cannot do this. Step out there and try it. When you are disadvantaged, at least say, I will learn something from this disadvantage. Tomorrow, I can use it to inspire another person to become a better person. Not all the things we go through are for us. It is for the next generation. To learn something from it. That's why today Abraham inspires us. Sarah inspires you. Why? Sarah went through it so it can be an inspiration to you. Is somebody hearing? So not all the things you are going through, they may look bad, but it is not meant to destroy you. It is meant to enhance your capacity, your wisdom and your knowledge. That when you look at somebody and I tell the person, watch this one and watch this one. I'm talking from capacity. When you reject it, I will wait. I know it's a matter of time. I can predict in the next five, ten years, you'll be crying to my office. And I'll be waiting. I'll have tissue paper, face table, waiting for you. God, there are some things. Prayer, don't stop it. Wisdom, learning is what will change you. So if you don't want to learn, you will go through it. You will experience it. I say prayer, don't stop everything. Some things you must read. You must renew your mind. You must decide that I won't do it this way, I'll do it that way. That's the only way you get a solution. If you keep doing the same thing, it's about I've been praying, I've been praying. God says change. That's what prayer does. And that's what taking responsibility for yourself will also do for you. Rise on your feet, precious one, with me today. I'm sure I was able to bring something to you from God. Some say the limit is breaking. Nothing will hold me. I'm coming out of every prison, mental prison, sight imprisonment. In the mighty name of Jesus, lift your hands above your head, begin to talk to the Lord. Your presence, just as I can.